Hey, ministry leaders, this is Earl, Pastor Earl, um, here to give you some more uh, tips for power for living as we continue to uh, work within our different ministries and um, seek God throughout the week on the things that have been taught to us on Sunday mornings. So let's dive right in. Uh, yesterday, we were challenged by uh, Bishop Bill Godare and his message uh, about pruning. And one of the things that I kind of wanted to focus on today within that message is uh, the statement that he made where he says, your miracle is in what you have left, not in what you have lost. And so this is a very intriguing statement. And I think what helps illustrate this uh, as God takes us through the pruning process is um, Luke chapter 9. Luke chapter 9, verses 1 uh through three, I'm going to read it in New Living Translation. Uh, it's just a little bit more clearer. So, first one, Luke chapter nine, one through three. One day Jesus called together his twelve disciples and gave them power and authority to cast out all demons and to heal all diseases. Then he sent them out to tell everyone about the kingdom of God and to heal the sick. Verse three: Take nothing for your journey. He instructed them. Don't take a walking stick, a traveler's bag, food, money, or even a change of clothes. All right. So this is very interesting. You know, this is a, a pretty awesome piece of scripture because um, Jesus is, in fact, in this scripture, uh, letting his disciples know that in leaving what he's instructed them to leave behind, uh, they're going to have to try something different than what they're used to. It is natural when you go on any kind of a journey of any kind to be prepared. So having a, a, a backpack, having a walking stick, having food, having money, having an extra set of clothes is just kind of common knowledge. You need to be prepared for the journey. But Jesus is saying, not so. I want to try something new with you. I want you to leave alone and leave here what you're accustomed to taking, the things you know to do. I don't want you to do that because I want to pull you on a journey where you only have to depend on me. So your miracle for how you're going to be taken care of is not necessarily in what you're going to bring. It's easy to say, hey, I prepared for the journey and God took care of me. Well, of course he did because you prepared for the journey. But what happens when God says, don't bring to this journey, what you've brought in the past. I'm going to do something different. Now we have the challenge of learning to trust God in a different way, right, than what we're normally accustomed to. And so this is where our faith is tested. But I like verse one, because verse one lets us know that everything that they needed, God had given to them to be able to accomplish the work that he has put before them. So in verse one, it says, Jesus called together his 12 disciples, and then check this out, and gave them power and authority to cast out all demons and to heal all diseases. So let's kind of shift away from this idea of ministry, okay? Let's just, let's just talk about power for living. So my everyday life, all right? Um, whatever task has been put before you, Whatever challenge has been put before you, where God has sent you, God has given you power 
and authority to be able to get the job done. That's what verse 1 tells us. The disciples' job in this case was to go out and proclaim the kingdom of God. In doing so, he gave them power and authority. All right? So, and then in a company with that, and we're going to get back to this power and authority, in a company with that, he's saying, and what you normally would take on a task like this, I don't want you to take because I want you to trust in me the entire way to get you through. And get this. What I've put inside of you is greater than what you ever could have brought with you to get that task done. So when we're looking at power, the word power here in the Greek is dunamis, right? Dunamis is is what we use for the word dynamo or generator. You know, your power goes out, you turn on the generator, right? The generator creates power where there is no power. So the dunamis power that God has given you is the generated from nothing power or ability he's put inside of you to get the job done. Now, now check this out. An authority is exio, right? So that's the Greek term, exio, which means freedom and mastery of it. And what is it? The power. So I have freedom and mastery of this supernatural generating ability within me to get this job done, okay? I have the power to do it. And God has put it within me. And all I have to do is tap into it and use it. And I can't do that by looking to the past and trying to do what I did before and to succeed. If you have more memories of what you did and how things were good in the past, then you do dreams of what you can become and go forward. Then the end is near for you. Right? The end is near for you. Because you no longer dream to succeed, you're only living in the past for memories, right? So we got to get to the place where we're dreaming again, because I have the power and authority, the ability and the mastery of that is what that is saying, to be able to get the job done. So wherever God has taken you, you have the power and authority to be able to get the job done. I don't care what job that is. I don't care if you're qualified for it or not. Stop saying you're not qualified and killing your harvest. Stop repeating those lies. We often like to say in church, the devil is a liar. And he is because here's the lie. The lie is, is God's word isn't true. So whenever we speak against it, we're saying, God, I can't do this job. God, you haven't given me power and authority. Yes, he has. Luke 9 verse 1 tells me that. He has given me power and authority to take care of this job. So I can master this ability he has given me. The only way that I can do that, though, next step, the only way I can do that is to begin to practice that. Okay? The way you get better in anything you do is you have to practice. Um, in boxing, one of the things that uh, is, makes fights so compelling when you watch them is because before you see a fight, the thing you don't see is the 90 days of training camp. The blood, the sweat, the tears, you know, the hardships. You don't see that. All you see is the event, and the event is exciting. But to be able to do something like that, you have to be in shape. So here's the challenge for this week. I want all of you to get in shape. I want you to get in shape in the battlefield of your mind. There are places where God wants to take you and already has put you 
and we have spoken negative about our harvest there, and God has given you power and authority, right? Which means what? The ability and the mastery of that ability to be able to be successful where you're at. We need to stop killing our harvest and we need to stop living in the past. It's time to start dreaming again. Okay. So that's all the time I got for you today. I wish I could go further, but we can't. We're just building kind of upon what we touched on yesterday and uh, we'll go from there. So this is Pastor Earl. Again, if you have any questions for me, always shoot me an email, send me a text and uh, I'll be quick to respond and help you out. So thank y'all and I'll talk to you next week. So long.